I'm Jeff Cook. And I'm TJ Wilson. And this is Around the Circle. I'm walking slowly. I'm taking my time. All I could talk in is starting to rhyme. I'm letting go lonely, letting go of strife. I just can't get enough of this beautiful life. The Enneagram. Is a map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships. It creates language for what motivates us and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram is a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. I am a philosopher, pastor, writer in Greeley, Colorado, and with me is the TJ Wilson, businessman, lover of theology, and Enneagram Ninja. Hello. My man. Hey. We are rolling through all of the types, exposing the big ideas. Yep. We have arrived at the fives. Hooray. What do you appreciate most about the fives in your life? The fives in my life. I I identify as a nine, and I very much resonate with both fours and fives. And one of the things I really like about fives is that sense of objectivity and processing like i i really get that Mm -hmm. like i i get that and i really like talking with other people that can do that usually better than i can Mm -hmm. and sort of like removing themselves from the equation talking about the information and invaluable ways that sort of helps make sense of it um that is super valuable to me and and i love this idea of like diving so far into a subject that you get lost mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. I, I nerd out about things like that all the time and I love talking to fives because this is sort of their wheelhouse. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. You will know my youngest son is a five. Uh-huh. Uh, when I can get him alone on a road trip, it takes about an hour to peel away anything uh, to peel away whatever that barrier is sure, that yeah. he will put up. Once that barrier is gone and he starts talking, he is just a joy to be with yeah. because the perspective that comes forth from him and other fives that I've experienced, it's just like this is how you see the world and the nuances are there mm-hmm. and you are pushing into all the details yeah. and bringing forth just a wonder of of colors that I'm being a thinking, thinking repressed one as I am, have a difficult time getting to yeah it's just there yeah secondhand boom Mm -hmm. uh also the non-judgmental side of fives is something i deeply appreciate it's just spectacular i'm a thousand percent judgment right yeah (laughs) it's it's all it's all values for me but fives can say here's the data Mm -hmm. and there's a great line from spock in rathacon where he says something to the extent of, he's speaking to Kirk, and he says something to... This is from Star Trek, if you don't know. Says something to the extent of, you misunderstand me. You're not going to offend me by saying what you're saying. I don't have an ego to bruise. It's something like that. But it's just this, I can take a step back, assess, allow the data to speak. Mm -hmm. I suppose there's a non-engagement there. I hadn't thought about that. There is. Allows you to be It's a presentation of the data. It's not an interpretation of the data. Yeah. Yeah. There's a healthy and an unhealthy side there, apparently. You know it. Well, we're going to talk about exactly that. (laughs) Good thing we're doing this. So we're going to 
state about two dozen or so truths about each of the types. And as we get through the fives today, um, we're going to just talk about the basics, um, move into their shadow, talk about the places where they manifest unhealth, and then really try to get to that spot where we say, here is how a five would get healthy. So that's our path. So you ready to go? Yeah, let's do it. What do you like name-wise for the fives? I really like the observer. Uh, I feel like that's a good sort of comprehensive title. Uh, The innovator is really good. Uh, We came up with the investigative thinker. Mm -hmm. Great titles there. Lots of head going on there, Uh which apparently is uh, all we're going to talk about. Right. Uh, because this pushes into their motive. Right. Motives to gain knowledge, conserve energy, um, what understand the world in order to feel safe. Mm-hmm. How would you describe the motive of a five? Well, that um, making sense of the data, which means that they, they need to have a clear picture of all the data. Um, so, so sort of getting the clearer picture and and getting the full picture and and making sense of it, categorizing it and and figuring out not necessarily what to do with it, but what the data means. Uh, and and having yeah, just having a, a a a clear picture of what's in front of them and and conserving the resources that they have. We wrote down, you and I, uh, the listeners should know, we did uh, our workshop in Greeley. We do an annual workshop in Greeley in February. Mm -hmm. And when we came to Motive, you and I wrote down something new, at least for me. And it was, this came out of our lunch conversation. You said that fives are motivated by a need to feel capable, prepared, and competent. Yeah. I thought that was really worthwhile. It's a much cleaner way to say what I was trying (laughs) to say. (laughs) Since I'm thinking repressed, I have to write everything down and Perfect. just know where I put it so Good. that I can navigate the world. Um, not so the fives. The fives, I imagine, could bring that right forward because they have a self-understanding that they are receptive, smart, mm-hmm. and good if they've mastered a topic thoroughly. One of the things, uh, we've talked about this with fives, fives will routinely not want to get into Enneagram studies, or if they do, they're going all in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, and everyone I've talked to about it, uh, once we can finally get there, the, the real reason is that they feel like they do not have enough information about the system to really engage it. And if they are going to get into it, they want to understand it fully. Yep. Yeah. Is there something there? I'm looking for the right word here, but, um, because a five doesn't want to feel incompetent, if you're in a space where somebody else is having to teach you the whole system and you're having to quick on the fly get in touch with all the things, that can be a place that doesn't feel comfortable. Sure. Yeah. It's not necessarily about not knowing. It's it's a it's a sort of fear of needing to engage from not knowing. So they can sit in a room and learn about it, but if you're going to ask them questions or quiz them or mm. they're going to have to apply any of that information, that's the place where they get real nervous. Yeah. yeah. That's good. So teaching a five in that respect is a lot more about delivery of content. And, with- and 
providing space yeah. for them to do some of that work on their own. Yeah, receive and well. process it. Yeah. How is this good? That's good. Yeah. Pop quizzes are like the worst thing for fives. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the intelligence center of a five, you will know, is, is the head triad. Yeah. Uh, intelligence center is about how we perceive the world. Uh, what do you see with the fives in the head triad? Well, in this basic series, this is the, the fives are the first time we get into that headspace. Uh, and this is very much about data, information, um, figuring out what to do with the information. Um, and, and it all is in service to uh, their, their sort of basic thing, which is about fear. And this is in service to their need for security, safety, um, preparedness. And so for fives, it is very much about collecting the information. It, it's, it's about having enough to make sure they are prepared. So that's enough wealth, that's enough time, that's enough uh, food, that's enough toilet paper. Um, but a big part of that focus being in that headspace has to do with having enough information. This is, this is how they come at their fears. If they have enough information to be prepared for what's coming, then they don't need to be afraid. For the seven, if they have enough adventures, then they're going to be safe. For the six, if they have enough support relationships, people around them, they're going to be safe. Mm -hmm. For the five, if I have enough knowledge, information, tools, resources, then... I'll be safe. This yep. is how all of the five, six, and seven navigate. The thing about fear is it is a future-focused right. emotion. Talk about that. Yeah. So I mean, we're we're not we're we're fearful of the things that might happen. It's it's always looking to the future, looking to possibilities that are coming, and 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 being in a place of fear about what might happen, what might go wrong, what I might not be ready for. Where the heart triad will struggle with past shame mm -hmm. and the body triad with present anger. Right. Fear triad is forward-looking. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now that when, uh, last thing on fives, and then we'll, we'll talk about how that works with their stance, but fives are on that line next to the heart triad. Right. And so fives are going to think about their feelings. Their feelings right. are going to be, their heart is their secondary center. Mm -hmm. um, talk about that with the, in the life of a five, that they think about their feelings. Yeah, so in previous episodes, we've talked about uh, fours feeling their thoughts. And it's this, this place of sort of living in th this reality that they are their feelings. For fives, they actually are sort of disconnected from their feelings because they are processing the data first. So they might have feelings, but they know what they think about them, not what they actually feel. Ooh, that's, a, that's worth pushing into. Okay, you are thinking about your feelings. Mm -hmm. You are not feeling your feelings. Right. And there's a big difference. Right. Yeah, so, so talk about the difference there. I am angry as opposed to this is why I am angry. That's a very simple, basic example, but it's this idea of not really feeling the feelings or the emotions or, or like the, the effect that, that 
your circumstances are having on you, but thinking about it in this data-driven way that that separates yourself from actually feeling it. Yeah. We'll talk about this in, in a minute because fives will repress their emotional life mm-hmm. in order to gain the security that they desire. Right. And that's a, a primary way that they connect with the world and navigate in the world. Right. Um, the stance of the five, how fives get what they want is to withdraw. Right. And so this this goes along with what we've just been saying. Yeah, absolutely. So this is nines, fours, and fives all in this withdrawn stance. And, and we all sort of take a step back. Uh, nines will do it in order to gain control and autonomy. Fours will do it in order to f- sort of focus their attention on themselves. And fives do it in a way to gain the sort of security that they're looking for. If I take a moment to process this information, if I go through the library and learn everything that I can, then I gain the security that I'm tr- I'm I'm looking for in this space. I take a step back and I deal with the information. If that means learning or collecting, that's what that is about. Now, their stance is a past-focused stance. Right. Their fear is in the future, right. but they have a past-focused stance. So how do those come into combination? Yeah, fives, there's a real interesting way to see this because they're fearful about the possibilities of the future, but they're using the data from their past to prepare themselves. So how have we dealt with this in the past? That is what I will do to get to, to be prepared for the future that I'm afraid of. How does action repression work there? Well, because action is about the present. You have to do something in order to, but if they're using their past to get ready for their future, then they're in that place. Yeah. The Ivory Tower Academic is a great example of yep. this. They may know an awful lot about the subject they're talking about, but they don't actually do anything in their field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Um, moving from the stance to the harmony triad, uh, the fives are relationists. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about relationists real quick. I really like this idea, and I think it's 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 hard to communicate, um, but it's it's about how things are related to one another or connected to one another. Um, It's not necessarily people, but it's... um, So think about like a jigsaw puzzle. Relationists are sort of focused on the lines of the puzzle pieces. Like how do these pieces fit together? How are they related to one another? Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, So for fives, that is about like like we've I've said so many times over and over again processing the data collecting the data and seeing how the pieces of the puzzle fit together so for twos uh-huh. that would work with relationships for fives right. it works with data right what is for eights what would that work? it works with action this this action oh, leads to go. this action like these things are connected yeah. by what's actually happening that's that's exactly how that would and go. It's, it's it goes all about back to the intelligence autonomy, center. attention, yep. and security. Boom! Come yep. on. Uh, so fives 
twos and eights all expect rejection in their relationships because of this. Right. Um, so talk about the negative side of the... Well, it's um, part of their sort of brokenness is like the fives feeling like they don't have enough mm-hmm. to be prepared. So they expect that they are going to be rejected by others because they don't have enough. They expect that their 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 lack is going to sort of force them out. Trust issues here. Uh, partly trust. Um, I I think trust is a really big thing there, um, and it has to do like this is true for five sixes and sevens, but it's it's not feeling like they are sufficient. Oh, for the go. task ahead. Yeah, yeah. And so they're expecting to be rejected. Yeah. Because they are not sufficient, because they don't have enough. There's something about all of the head triad where provision from outside is a big deal because the message, the heart's message for all of them, is it not about, it's about provision. Mm-hmm. It's for fives, it's um, your needs aren't a problem. For sixes, is something like I'll support you or you know, you're safe here. Mm-hmm. And for sevens, it's... You will be provided for. All of these end up having, there's a relational dynamic in all Mm -hmm. of those um, that's going to appease the fear. But I imagine there's something about the at least fives and sevens where it's, I'm going to do this myself. Mm -hmm. Well, and and for fives, it it stems from like a, a really, really big, it's very important feature of fives is that they have a limited amount of energy. So they start the day with a certain size bucket that's full and every single interaction, every single task, all of the things that goes into a normal day depletes the bucket. And once that bucket is empty, it's empty for the day and they have to restart with a a freshly filled bucket the next day. Mm -hmm. So they have this sort of intuitive sense that there is a limit to their capability, to to their own resources, and they feel like it's not enough. I've heard about nines that they expend their energy because they're fighting in two directions. Mm -hmm. They're both trying to keep their inner life sound and calm. They're Mm -hmm. trying to keep their outer world sound and calm. And so that's the energy suck. Right. What is the energy suck for the five? Oh, it's it's not necessarily an, a, a depletion of energy. It's just all of us have, like all of our interactions take a certain amount of energy. Uh-huh. Fives have a specific amount. No one else has a specific amount. And that's, that's just the truth right. about them. It's not yep. necessarily go in some place. It's just this is true of them. Right. Eights have the most energy. Yeah. Nines have the least energy. So fives have a measured amount of energy. My my theory on on eights, sevens, and threes all is that the reason they have so much energy is because they don't care about other people's feelings, and so that allows you to have all kinds of extra energy if you don't have to be feeling <laughs> conscious. <laughs> but where is it for you? Know what I'm saying there? Sure. 
maybe they- I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I'm not sure that I'm ready to validate your theory. I actually think that was a Suzanne, <laughs> Suzanne Stabile thing. So just just that's totally possible. I do not remember hearing that. <laughs> she she did a Q and A in uh, one of the one of her podcasts. Okay. Anyway, not that. See, I'm not trying to make an argument for authority here. <laughs> you should consider that this is why three sevens and eights have so much urgency. Sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fives will repress though their emotional life, and they will do this in order to gain the distance and to gain the security. Right. Yeah. This desire. is the the sort of the relationist thing. It's because they expect to be rejected. They actually, twos, fives, and eights all sort of shut down their own needs and desires. Fives do it in a way to conserve that energy and and protect themselves from the fact that they feel insufficient. Right. Yeah. Um, the moving to the coping style for a five coping style is about how you solve problems. Fives are in the competency group, which means that they are going to deal with difficulty and not getting what they want by putting aside their feelings and trying to solve the problem. Yeah. That competency group I mean, fives, this is, this is sort of where they live. Um, ones, threes and fives will all approach conflicts in this sort of way it's trying to be objective and trying to figure out the best possible solution to the problem at hand for some of the other types this is actually a really complicated and hard way to have fights like this is go back and listen to our, our coping styles episode if you haven't because learning how we deal with our conflicts is just being able to name that it's different is so, so, so valuable. And for fives, this is sort of their wheelhouse. They naturally shut down their own emotions and try to be as objective as possible in all of their life. So it just follows that when they're facing conflict, that's how they would try to solve conflict. Yep. Let's deal with the data. Let's deal with the information and the circumstances at hand and come up with the correct or at least most correct solution in order to solve the problem. Ones are going to focus on what's right here. Right. Threes are going to focus on the goal. Mm -hmm. Fives are going to focus on the data and allow the data to speak. Yep. That allows them to conserve some energy. Right. I'm not the one fighting you, bro. Right. This isn't about is me. Speaking. It's not about what I want. Here's the information. Here's the That's spreadsheet. We're in the red. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you can do with that what you want. Right. When the coping style doesn't work, I've wanted to suggest that that's when the five will then go to their stress number, which mm -hmm. would be moving to seven. Mm -hmm. And there is, for fives, there can be a increase in their eccentricity. There can be this bouncing from idea to idea to idea mm -hmm. as an unhealthy seven would. Sure. You want to talk about sort that? Sort of like they become a little untethered. Yes. Because uh, the data didn't work. Right. Yeah, see, that's good. <laughs> I, tell, I tell you there's something here. Sure. There is something about when the information, the data, the, the study didn't get you the thing you wanted, mm -hmm. the security you wanted, what do you do now? Yeah. And now I'm going to get a little manic in terms of my thinking. Right. And and uh, in unhealthy ways, getting into sort of chasing after a way to cover up my insufficiency. 
like you'll find a lot of really unhealthy, super stressed out fives that are hitting the sauce and, yeah. and like, like seeking out these sort of gluttonous behaviors. So a lot of folks have talked about this being the strangest of the moves mm-hmm. um, on in terms of arrows is mm-hmm. the move from five to seven. But sure. that strikes me as entirely right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's healthy things to be gotten at seven as well, but in the unhealthy way, you see the unhealthy sort of untethered experience of a seven yeah. come out in a five. Yeah. On the healthy side, I mean, what what would it be? You are, you're not getting what you want through the data, and mm-hmm. so you're actually going to become... I need to just become more adventurous, mm-hmm. less isolated. Well, and, and I'm going to do some stuff with some other people. Stop taking everything so seriously. Oh, come on. Yeah. Like that's that's one of the good things you can get from seven is is try to enjoy your life a little bit more. That's it's good. not as serious as you think it is. We'll talk extensively about that in the future because this is something that TJ and I are really committed to and we don't want to mess it up when we present it. But right. the high side and low side of stress numbers, mm-hmm. the high side and low sum, side of security numbers really matter yeah if you're listening to this right now and thinking about the arrows and you think the words unhealthy and healthy when talking about the two different arrows stop it right now or disintegration and integration i'm okay with those terms but health and unhealth is not correct i'm i'm they have they've they have gone off i have rejected them in my one rightness that's fine (laughs) i don't like them either (laughs) there is something it's stress yep it's called stress everyone has stress and everyone goes to their stress point you can do it in healthy or unhealthy ways you are a human being who doesn't always get what you want right and sometimes that leads to an emotional reaction. Yep. There's nothing wrong with that. Yep. That doesn't mean that you're unhealthy or disintegrating. You're not you're <laughs> not falling apart. So uh, the shadow side of fives, the, uh, moving that way, fives, the shadow always starts with a fear, we want to say. Mm-hmm. Fives fearing that they are helpless or incapable or incompetent is the anchor for them moving further and further down the rabbit hole, right into their uh, into their unhealth, right. Um, in fact, fives, you you will know this when feeling that way can often make other people feel helpless or incompetent or stupid or incapable, mm-hmm. and that would be a sign. Here's this is me going to the dark places in my heart, right. Got thoughts on sort of pushing against pushing that out to other people. Um, yeah, this is part of why. So it, I, I think it, it stems at least in part from that sense of, of their limited amount of energy and, and pushes into this, this sort of encompassing sense of not being ready, not having enough, not, not being capable for the task at hand. And so this is why they gather data. This is why they study subjects so fiercely because if I have 100% of the information on how to do this thing, then I will be prepared when I am finally asked to do the thing. Yep. Yeah. The fear moves into their heart and materializes as a sin or a passion. And it's the passion of greed. Right. And there's an obvious misunderstanding of greed in our culture Mm -hmm. we're going to look at the lifestyle of rich and famous and think that's greed and that's not that is somebody who is enjoying all the resources right that's not how greed functions right yeah greed is about collecting 
resources and it's about not being comfortable or satisfied with the amount that you have. There is a hoarding process taking place. Always needing to have more is greed. Now, greed fits in with the sort of lifestyle of the rich and famous of like not ever being satisfied with this is the point where it's enough. Yep. But we see fives are going to be much less likely to be spreading, to be spending those resources because they're worried about conservation. Yeah. Yeah. The avarice here is the accumulation for the sake of security. Yeah. Um, Ebenezer Scrooge's greed is a great way to think about this. Yep. The richest guy in town wouldn't light his own gas lamps. Yeah. It's just, yeah, we, we talked about this. The quote was uh, about his home. Uh, The darkness was cold and Scrooge liked it. Right. Because it was cheap. Yep. That when greed takes over, it's I'm, I understand things not in terms of humanity. Mm Mm-hmm. Here's what's right and wrong to do. Mm-hmm. That's actually on the opposite side, perhaps, isn't it, of the circle? Would fives have a tough time with right and wrong, good and bad? Yeah, because those are subjective terms. There you go. Yeah. It's they don't the, have anything to do with the data. Yeah. They're not part of the data. Right. That's exactly it. So right. it's all out of your emotions. How would good and bad, right and wrong, in terms of the emotional, I emotionally connect with goodness, I emotionally connect this is wrong because I see it and I have an emotional reaction to, you know, torture or people beating up a little kid. How would that work in the life of a five? I, because they uh, reject their inner life, I think that they are more easy to sort of suspend their emotional reaction and let that be data-driven. And it will probably have a lot to do with what values they were brought up in. Yeah. So if if the value is survival of the fittest, then there's a chance the torture might fit in there. Yep. If yep. the value is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, then torture might always be wrong. But it's because of what the value is there. Yep. Um, and, and the data filling in where those places have holes. I'm trying to think of how this plays itself out in other famous fives, because I see this in global politics all the time now, of fives who are leaders who are very withdrawn, and yet they are collecting everything. Mm -hmm. So a famous episode happened in the housing crash um, in 2008. Mm -hmm. All these New York banks are falling apart. And there's one Southern bank who has hoarded things correctly, Mm -hmm. has been very aware of, they they don't care if their name's in the news. They don't care if their, their sticker, their, their logo is fancy. Mm -hmm. They're in Nashville. Yeah. um, They start picking up all the Yankee resources because that's the story in, in many, it's still the case. I'm not wrong here in terms of, there's a Southern mentality at times of we need to make sure that we are protected. Mm-hmm. Um, 
famous famous line in Patton, which you've probably seen. Um, Patton says, you know, America's never lost a war. Would have been that's not the mindset of those down south. Like they, right. they, they will tell you where all the battlefields are. Right. Bank of America is a Tennessee bank and it, it, it finds itself in a spot where it just grabs hold yeah. of uh, Merrill Lynch. It's yeah. one of the most successful banks in the history of the planet, Merrill Lynch. Mm-hmm. And it just says, I'm going to take you, accumulate you. And there is stability there. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and it's just accumulation of resources there. Yeah. I, I think that's, probably how Putin works. Sure. Putin is just completely withdrawn under the radar. You, you know, um, you don't know what, he, you know, I don't know what Putin's doing, right. but it's like, but all of a sudden Ukraine is off the board, you right. know, right. all of a sudden these territories get picked up. Yeah. Anyway. Well, and I think Warren Buffett is actually a great example of this. He is one of the richest people on the planet. Uh-huh. And the only thing of real value that he personally uses is his jet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. like everything else about him, he lives off of what, $100,000 a year? Yeah, it's something like that. He's one of the richest people on the planet, yeah. and he exclusively, like his life is as though he was only making $100,000 a year. Stellar Netflix documentary on him right now. Sure. In which it just goes through his patterns and here's his thinking. Right. He... Uh, his wife gives him a certain amount of money each morning to sure. buy breakfast. Great. And it's one of three increments. It's like 213, 322, or 250. Mm-hmm. And every day he goes to McDonald's with whatever she gave him. And that's what he gets to purchase because she's looking out for his diet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like um, one of the richest people on the planet yeah. goes to McDonald's with a specific amount of money. Do you know where he lives? I have no idea. He lives in Omaha, Nebraska. Perfect. Do you know what house he lives in? Uh, probably like a, a two-story ranch. He lives in the home he bought in 1954. Yeah. And he has lived there his entire life. Because he is conserving his resources. Yep. He's not Super healthy ways. Like you can see it when you watch interviews with him and, and, and talk, listen to him talk about his wealth. Mm-hmm. He is not interested in being wealthy for its own sake. I could see the fear there, though. Yeah. I'm going to build up these stockpiles. One, I enjoy it. I love the data. I love the game. I right. bet you a lot of rich people just love winning. Right. They don't care about the money at certain levels. Right. It's, sure. I just like this yeah. game. Yeah. And um, he understands how to play the game because he's been studying it for 70 years. Yes. Yeah. A lot of, is that where, so for fives, finding value in the thing that they know and their knowledge showcases that they you know, I'm better than that other guy because I know this thing and notice how when it's enacted, I win. Would that be a thing for fives? Well, I think this is, I'm getting into the arrows when fives go to eight. Oh, there you go. In security, they step into places where I have collected the information and I will show you in a leadership kind of fashion how to use the information because I know what I'm talking about and I can show you the right way. Yeah. On the flip side, fives are going to be the most generous of people because they do have limited needs as it were. Mm -hmm. Um, They're already living bare bone at sometimes. And if they begin to take on a generous posture, that can be 
exceptional. Right. You know, greed in the heart is going to move into the head is uh, stinginess. Yeah. That's the fixation for, yeah. for fives. So this is the opposite of that sort of generosity. It's, it's so greed is about amassing the resources. Stinginess is about not sharing the resources. So I need this much. I need to keep collecting so that I make sure that I'm safe. And then as you let that become a mental pattern, it becomes this sense of not being able to share that. In fives, it most easily manifests itself as uh, not sharing their emotional life. And this ties into everything that we've already talked about, uh, that, that idea that they are so concerned that they do not have enough, the idea that they are trying to be objective um, and, and that sort of needing to protect themselves means that they do not share what's going on on the inside with other people. It's going to lead, when it manifests itself physically, it's going to be an isolated life. Yeah. yeah unhealthy fives are going to be isolated, um, reality-escaping sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, uh, the very negative side of fives, people will mention becoming nihilistic. Mm-hmm. Do you have a th- thought on that in, t- in terms of why that would be the turn? If you, I would guess that if you take an entirely unemotional, objective perspective of the world around us. Yeah. It's probably pretty easy to find. You just are so disengaged mm-hmm. from... Here's what the data says. Yeah. Everything's going to burn Woo. because everything is terrible. Come on. <laughs> uh, we have routinely come back to this list of eating disorders and addictions for yeah. each of the types. For yeah. fives, uh, Riso and Hudson in their book, The Wisdom of the Enneagram, say that fives struggle with poor eating and sleep habits due to minimizing needs. Neglect of hygiene and nutrition, lack of physical activity, psychotropic drugs for mental stimulation and escape, narcotics, and alcohol for anxiety. Alcohol for anxiety ends up being common in a lot of the types, but mm-hmm. what do you what do you see? So uh... <laughs> you've taught philosophy at the college level. I have. I have a great I've I've Spent time in the philosophy department at the college <laughs> level. Uh-huh. And I feel like this is describing several of the people that get super into philosophy this, at the college level. This may be a colleague or two of uh, mine. <laughs> poor eating and sleeping habits, uh, poor hygiene and nutrition, uh, lack of physical activity, psychotropic drugs. When you are totally disengaged from your own needs, you easily forget to take care of yourself. Yep. And that includes eating, sleeping, hygiene. Uh, When you are entirely wrapped up in your thoughts, you might want to either escape or enhance your perception of the world. Mm -hmm. Therefore psychotropic drugs um lack of physical activity speaks for itself if you're always thinking or reading or studying then you're not doing things um so like all of these fit in really really well with what seems to be the life of a five yeah again it ends up being here are the manifestations of places that we can go if we keep falling down the rabbit hole the manifestation of unhealth comes out oftentimes in what we consume yeah um 
Another list we have uh, from Riso and Hudson is I will become present to my life only when, and for the fives, it's I'll become present to my life only when I feel completely confident and capable of dealing with the world. When I have completely understood and mastered everything I might need to know in life, then I'll show up. What do you see there? There's no possible way for you <laughs> to be prepared for everything this, that might come. This is true of all the head type. It's true it? of all the types. The the This idea of the thing that we're aiming for, we're always reaching for something that's always going to be out of grasp. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. There's a there's the vacuum in your in your heart as it were. Yep. Here, however, the if I just consider all the possibilities enough, then I'll be safe with the exception of sevens who apparently can just blow past that stop sign and just go, well, let's just go on the adventure. And if I'm fast enough, I'll always be one step ahead. If I have more uh, enough opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, here, the, I mean, but for fives and sixes, this seems real similar. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's I'm just going to think through all the possible mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and then I'll be okay. What, yeah. what are your thoughts? I mean, do you, you can't possibly think through all the possible things because the possibilities are endless. Yeah. <laughs> because pe- other people have agency because other people can make their own choices because the world around you as predictable as it is, is not that predictable. Yep. You can't possibly be prepared for everything that might happen. So what we've been saying is the flip side of this is actually true, that when you pause, when you rest, when you Sabbath, when you enter spaces of health, what will end up happening is you will come to realize that fives you do have the understanding already to deal with the world, that you do have mastery of the things in your life that matter most. Mm -hmm. And rest allows us to understand that we already have the things that we spend so much of our energy working for. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wake-up calls for fives. Uh, Increased tendency to isolate. Yeah. Chronic physical neglect. Yep. Refusing other people's help or even being hostile to it. Yeah. Um, Any thoughts on that? I mean, we talked about these in the sort of eating disorders and addictions. Like when, when you find yourself reflecting these things, you need to go for a walk. (laughs) Like, like this is, this is an opportunity to realize that you were going too far down a path. And, and like that idea of being hostile to other people's help, like, like you, if you have to do it yourself because this means that you're safe, then you are going to isolate yourself from the rest of the world. And that is an unhealthy way to live. So this is where the nihilism kicks in for me. Where I'm like, man, you're in that spot. Mm-hmm. Man, you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is where you need to get emotional about yourself. Yeah. You need to get emotional about what is good in yourself, for yourself. We had said earlier that fives think about their feelings, Mm -hmm. but that's not necessarily happening in these spaces, is it? 
I think it can happen in these spaces. Okay. The thing that's lacking here is action. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. that's the place that's the where they're really struggling. Yeah. You you don't get to um, isolation without inaction. So I had a father uh, success. Uh-huh. Uh, my son is five. Uh-huh. Who has to get up at 545 to go Ugh, play jazz gross. bands. We went and played racquetball the other day. Okay. And my five son this morning at 555 looked uh-huh. at me and said, hey, do you want to play racquetball tomorrow? Nice. And I was like, I am being successful <laughs> as a dad <laughs> of a five. Yeah. Getting in, finding places where he wants to get into his body. Yeah. Yep. Was, uh, that's, that's just valuable. Yep. So uh, one quick question. That two-five combination in relationship, I can mm-hmm. see becoming real common mm-hmm. at this point in time. Sure. The two saying there is somebody who, who needs to be taken care who of needs to get because they won't take care of themselves. Right. Yep. And on the flip side, the five, what, what does the five bring to the two? Well, it's um, the fives are going to sort of force the two to get in touch with themselves. Oh, they're going to be, they're going to call out, here's the, here are the details of your life because they're going to be able to see it real mm-hmm. cleanly that the two can't necessarily see in themselves. And I need you to express this to me so that I can understand it. Yeah, talk about that. The, the five sort of relating to the two. The two the twos typically will be sort of turned off to themselves in the same way the fives are. Mm-hmm. But in a, healthy expression of this relationship between twos and fives, fives need to understand what's going on inside the two. And so they will be drawing that out of the two and providing space. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And and non-judgmental space. Yep. There. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. That's right. The sort of um, jokey, sort of less quote-unquote healthy versions of this is the five is outsourcing their feelings to the two and the mm-hmm. two is having someone that they get to take care of. Yeah. The re- the the healthy part is that the five is is requiring and providing space for the two to be, become in touch with themselves and the two is drawing out the inner life of the five by taking care of them. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So to, uh, not to go down too far here, but the five, seven combination ends up being real common also in Mm -hmm. my experience. But there again, it's the, I I say this just in terms of wake up calls, the invitation to the five to, to get, to engage their body, go on an adventure, even though that's moving towards their stress number. Yeah. Um, but it get outside of the ivory tower. Yeah. That's the invitation. There's a, we, there's the move against isolation. Right. Fives really want competency, says one list, but settle for knowledge. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of pithy, though. <laughs> you can't learn how to do something without doing it. Oh, there it is. Yeah. You can't. You can study something for your entire life. And if you never, you can oh, yeah. watch all of the videos on how to do a Rubik's Cube. You can watch every single one yep. that's ever been, and there are probably millions by now. You can read the instructions. You can study. You can read the biographies of Rubik himself. Like, you could study 
the Rubik's Cube. And if you never hold one in your hand, mm-hmm. you will not know how to do it. Yeah. It's way different to study jazz charts than to get up right. on a stage at 2 a.m. with a cigarette and play down some jazz right. charts. Right. It's very different. Yep. Boom. Being knowledgeable is not the same thing as being competent. So, What happens uh, when a five lets go of their addiction to gaining knowledge, finding their security there? Well, they, I mean, this is how they move into spaces of health. Um, so we've talked a lot about uh, holy ideas and um, each type has a particular thing that is way that they are reflecting and refracting particular aspects of the divine and and fives get to express and experience that sense of divine omniscience and it's it's this idea of being able to see everything clearly so we talked about the puzzle pieces and like fives looking to gather all of the information to make sense of it in that divine sort of holy space it's making sense of all of the pieces of reality mm-hmm. and and seeing more clearly and and from that sort of non-judgmental space getting a clearer sense of what's actually happening five sphere they're helpless and incapable they're going to solve that through knowledge but you're never going to have enough knowledge right that's a that's a tricky thing to understand yeah god however is omniscient and holds all the pieces Mm -hmm. and understand is every possible threat in front of you yeah and part of omniscience for us mere mortals is recognizing that we are indeed mere mortals yeah that we can't have full knowledge of how the world works Yep. We can have some, but we can't have all of it. So the, the movement then out of that, once you understand your mortality, is to move into places of trust. Yeah. It's uh, five, sixes, and sevens all have this. It's mm-hmm. that you're, you're going to be taken care of. Um, I'm going to be your support. Yeah. But for, for fives, the, the message that they need to hear in their heart is that their needs are not a problem. Right. Five, your needs are not a problem is what the living God speaks over you every second of every day. Yeah. And living in that actually is the first step, just like fears are the step towards your shadow side. Here is your step towards your healthiest self is entrusting yourself to the omniscient one. Mm-hmm. That's what joy looks like. The virtue then in fives is that they can push towards non-attachment is the traditional list. Mm-hmm. There is a courage that all of a sudden boils up their, their uh, action repressed side is overwhelmed and they can be generous with the resources that they are able to collect quite naturally. Yeah. Very good at, very naturally good at non-attachment to the outcome of the data. The, this virtue as that sort of holy omniscience gets elevated, this virtue becomes non-attachment to um, the things that you're collecting as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's again a good Warren Buffett, Bill Gates kind of image. Yep. Two fives who are 
now spending all of their time trying to give their resources away. Right. Um, one of the things that's interesting about Buffett is he's uh, likewise doing that on behalf of other billionaires where he's arguing that, uh, you know, his secretary pays more in taxes than mm-hmm. he does and saying, you know, uh, let's, let's, let's look at the data here. Yeah. Uh, this isn't just, we need to yeah. be more this generous. This system does not levels. make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Some healing attitudes for fives. Maybe I can trust other people and let them know what I need. Maybe I can live happily in the world. Oh, that's crushing. Maybe my future will be okay. What do you hear there? I mean, just knowing some of the fives that I know, like these are these are things I want them to write on sticky notes mm-hmm. and place in their cars and on their mirrors and um, like start to incorporate start to meditate on these thoughts start to f- if, try and figure out ways to try on these glasses when because the- because maybe you can ask people for help and it's going to be okay and then once you do you'll actually find it's easier to stay in that place one of the things that is Maybe not known by fives. So here's a, here's a secret to you, five, that you don't know about yourself. You look really capable. Yep. You look like you have all your stuff together. Yep. You look like you have locked this sucker down and have what you need. Yep. That's, that's what, how we see that's you. That's how we see you. Yep. When my son asks for something, yep. I almost never think I really need to get on that. Yeah. Because actually the what I think is, oh, it, he'll be fine. Like it's he does all the things so well. Right. And with such proficiency that I don't ever earmark this is something I need to get on for their sake. Mm-hmm. And so I've expressed that. And he has I've said, okay, so here's the thing. You you strike me as ridiculously competent. Yeah. So when you need something, you're gonna say it once and and I will have a hard time emotionally getting around it because yeah. I know you. Yeah. It's not about what you said. It's just I know you. So just say it a second time and then I'm on it, yep. you know, because I want because your needs are not a problem. Yeah. Wisdom of the Enneagram, brother. Uh, when healthy, what do fives bring to others? Well, they bring a lot of stuff that we've already talked about just in, in like really good, positive, healthy ways. We see wisdom. We see sobriety. Um we see clear-mindedness. Um, this is this is stuff that they can elevate and and help draw out in the people around us by by showcasing it in really valuable ways and saying this is this is a good way to live and this is something that you can strive for too. When secure, fives yeah. are amazing. Yeah. The ev- inventive side of fives yeah the energetic side of Mm -hmm. fives because they are confident in their knowledge and they're moving into the world and now we're going to execute um when fives become engaged in a topic yeah and and put that into practice because they can see things that that the rest of us can't because they have a clearer picture yeah yeah that that person's extraordinary yeah um, the fives can be uh, stellar leaders then on this front. And we've said this with all the types. When you are healthy, people are going to want to learn from you, follow you, 
um, see where you're going. So what is, what's a leadership, what are some of the leadership styles of fives? We get that um, like bringing up the research and um, the sort of discernment process about how to, how to interpret that data. You get people, uh, we said this earlier that, that fives move towards eight when they are secure and, and in good ways, they, they actually naturally step into leadership positions. Mm -hmm. So Warren Buffett by himself is a great example of a five Warren Buffett, who is telling people that the way that taxes are run in this country is is inappropriate and unhealthy. That is a great example of Warren Buffett trying to be a leader of the subject that he might understand better than almost anyone else. Yeah. Oh, to double down on that, it's the visionary side of yeah. that. With with so much research into the past, when Buffett speaks on future stuff, mm -hmm. for example, he owns Wrigley Gum. Mm -hmm. And he's, he'll say something like, here's the thing, the reason I own this gum company is that I know that in 2062, if you go and buy a pack of gum, it's going to be Wrigley. Right. And I, and I've studied the markets enough to know that this is where we're going, mm -hmm. but he does that in a handful of other places with, with the real problems that society is facing right. from automation to healthcare. Um, and being able to speak and say, look, here's here. Everything is looking glorious here, here, and here. And yeah. they, these are the roads that we need to go to and yeah. we need to shore up these potential dangers. Yep. Leadership. Yep. Absolutely. Got anything uh, else to wrap this up on the fives? I got nothing. Boom. Hey, it would mean the world to us if you would pause. Take two seconds. Write us a brief review and give us some stars on your podcast platform. You can find us on Instagram at Around the Circle Podcast. But the best thing you can do is obviously share this episode with somebody that you love. If you dig our pop culture deep dives, Harry Potter's uh, coming up. It's coming. But you can help us select the series after the Harry Potters. And uh, that's on our Patreon page. That's linked at our Twitter. Uh, we eventually are going to have ourselves a website. And we'll just say, hey, go One here. these days. There's a, <laughs> this is where all the things are found. But until then, um, anything else? Nope. He's TJ Wilson. He is officially awesome. I am Jeff Cook. And who you aren't isn't interesting. Be who you are, and you're going to set the world on fire. Morning will come, burning. <laughs>